0: This is square pizza cooked up by Shermco.
1: Hey all, this is Kelsey. Welcome to another episode of the square pizza podcast. For this episode, we're just serving up a mini episode or um, I guess I should say a slice as we're just uh, actually republishing a short interview from Charlotte is Creative. Uh, They featured Greg and Shermco in the segment of the Biscuit Blitz, which are a quick five minute chats about important creative projects going on in Charlotte. Uh, We super appreciate the feature. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Charlotte is Creative develops programs, initiatives, and ideas designed to break the Charlotte mold and remake it with creativity, uh, all in a city that draws people in, excites them, and inspires them to invest their financial, social, and creative capital. Uh, so super awesome. You can find more about Charlotte is Creative on Twitter and Instagram at, at CLT is cltiscreative. Uh, and you should definitely subscribe to their newsletter, The Biscuit, uh, to find out more about them. Uh, and now for the interview, enjoy.
2: Hey everybody, it is Tim Minor. really excited for this batch of The Biscuit Blitz. Uh, you know, one thing I love about COVID time is that there's a lot not to like, but one thing I do like is that you can actually meet people that you haven't been meeting in real life. And so my guest today, um, is not somebody that I've ever met face-to-face and I also put him through an undue amount of difficulty like Legend of Zelda level uh, you know crises and tasks to get to this point but uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself Greg tell us who you are how long you've been in Charlotte and what you do because that's a big question the last one
0: cool thanks Tim I uh, appreciate you having me man and uh, pleasure's mine so hello to everybody out there uh, Greg um, I This is my kind of second date of, of Charlotte. So the first time I was here, 2008 through 11, uh, we broke up. I went to Nashville. Uh, Nashville and I broke up, and then I came back to Charlotte uh, in 2014. So whatever the difference is, adding those two span those years up. I think it's around 11 years, give or take, in Charlotte. Um, the boomerang effect is real, man. People go. Yeah, and- it was- they come right back. Pull back. The, Just weeks if you get out, it pulls, pulls you back. Um, and have been running an organization called Shermco for the past five and a half years. Uh, we aspire to be a social impact implementation firm um, that essentially partners with school districts, schools, foundations, and nonprofits to help reimagine the future of education. And we do that through a number of ways that uh, we might talk about here in a little bit. All
2: right. Well, I, if there's ever a time for, for folks that can, Innovate and and think differently about how to present education. I think you're you were valuable before, but you're absolute gold now.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, gonna hit the dreaded,
2: I'm gonna hit the dreaded five minutes. Okay, I'm gonna do this thing. All right, here we go. So, how what is what are some of the impacts that you've seen this time and kind of being out having out of school education make on the communities and the schools that you serve?
0: Yeah, I think you know, starting with the positive, I think it's really lifted up the importance of teachers and educators across the country, particularly those in in under-resourced areas. And so I think we're, you know, we may think of teachers standing in front of the classroom telling us to turn to page 24, read the chapter, and then answer the questions in the back of the book. And I think those of us in education have understood kind of how critical and dynamic teachers are. And I think now it's just being exposed um, maybe to, to the broader public around those on the front lines, those riding buses to pass out meals and, and resources to students, uh, literally calling home to help families with lesson plans. So I think, I think the positive is that we're really beginning to understand um, how critical teachers are and educators are to the future society. I think the other impact is, is not so much that it's creating inequities. I think it's really just exposing more inequities that maybe not a lot of us didn't know about or think about that aren't in it 24 hours a day. Um, and so whether it's access to digital literacy, uh, access to hardware, um, or even just access to food and basic housing, um, a lot of families across the country depend on school for a number of things and school related services. Um, and I think right now that's really being lifted up.
2: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean. I- the average, well, the I don't even wanna use a term like the average, but there are many people in Charlotte that think of that school prim- just as educating their children and not how critical it is to offering up, you know, services, community, and just basic support for so many Charlatans. That's right, yep. Um, so, you know, one thing I love from your website is it says, we believe in messy work and failing fast, you know, as some of your, you know, how you attack problems. Boy, that is, that's got to have been something that has served you well over the last couple of weeks.
0: I think, yeah, it depends, right, who you talk to. Um, you know, we, we don't take this work lightly in terms of education, but I was dealing with people's kids and dealing with adults and working with adults, right, who are educators. Um, but at least, you know, this comes from personal experience being a teacher and leading schools, but also that, you know, oftentimes education and what we think about school isn't often willing to even just take a little bit of risk to maybe serve kids and families better, and so how do we kind of first create a safe space to do that, um, and then do it in a way where we can set tests and set measures that aren't putting um, you know, academic outcomes at risk, but doing it in a, in a slow, intentional, incremental way that perhaps is faster than not doing it at all. Um, and I think at a time like this, not to be taken lightly, but it's certainly an opportunity to, to play on some of those risks and, and test some of those measures. Yeah, I don't think anybody could tell you, well, we've always done it that way as a reason to kill an idea.
2: Because that book's kind of out the window. So what, understanding that, what are some of the innovations that you and your team have have undertaken or created over the last few weeks as we've dealt with this?
0: Sure. Yeah, I think um, maybe two. Uh, Perhaps the biggest one is creating a a relief fund for families on the west side of Charlotte. So we work with a number of schools on the west side. We have uh, a few grants to do one thing, and we try our best to quickly pivot, uh, you know, get buy-in and approval from our, our grants and our funders. And say, you know, a lot of this work has been focused on family empowerment with this one particular initiative, but how can we use the remaining funds to create a relief fund to just help families kind of advocate for themselves and then get, directly give them cash to uh, make sure they're getting through this tough time? And so instead of kind of running programs, instead of asking families to provide things, um, we've just leveraged these connections and responded to create a fund. And we, right now, administering over $8,000 in direct cash deposits directly to families to make sure they can wow. av- navigate for themselves and also advocate for what they need uh, moving forward. Um, well, how can people support that? Is there a way that we can, can
2: we donate directly to you for that West Charlotte fund?
0: Yeah, so we set up a, yes, so short answer, yes, uh, we set up an account directly with the PTAs of the schools we're serving, um, and we can kind of share that with you kind of offline, and then you can send it out to this community as well. Um, but it's really going to be the best way right now is just checks and we can send you those addresses to go directly to the school's PTAs. We won't touch the money. It goes directly to the PTAs and the PTAs distribute it uh, with support from us.
2: Beautiful. So we only have 30 seconds, but what's, yeah. what's something that you hope, you know, that's in the ether, something that an attitude that you've seen that you hope continues about education beyond this current crisis?
0: yeah uh within 20 seconds i think one not to take this this pandemic lightly because it's it's not to be taken lightly at all but i think the biggest lesson is is understanding what is school and what it's not and what it can look like outside the walls of maybe 9 to 3 p.m inside of a school building Um, i think if nothing else we should walk away really pushing the envelope and conversation around what school can and should look like in a real world that's awesome I I mean, (laughs)
2: that's fantastic. I I got one last question, which is how, if there's a lot to be upset about, but how awesome is it that we can wear backwards baseball caps and for serious conversations? Now that has got to be at least one good thing.
0: Well, if you saw my hair right now, outside of this hat, you wouldn't think it would be a serious conversation. (laughs) Uh, I say you've got a cut. So I need to talk to figure out who you know.
2: As someone who hates hair product, there is a ridiculous amount
0: of product. Yeah, pull it off. I, I don't have enough in, in the house to figure this out. So just assume it's professional. It looks good underneath the hat.
2: And I borrow it from my daughters. So uh, that's
0: <laughs> not fair. Point.
2: Go. All right. Well, awesome. We'll do, please don't be a stranger. I think I would love to extend to you an invitation to write an editorial or share information anytime you want the biscuit because you're doing incredible
0: work. Please, yeah. a lot of people to know about that. I appreciate so, that. So Thank you, Tim. Thanks,
2: Greg. Look forward to actually meeting you in real life once this yeah.
0: is Yeah, well. <laughs> can't wait. All right. Take care. Hey guys, this is Greg. Thanks again for checking out the podcast episode. Uh, Feel free to show us some love on social media at Shermco, S-C-H-E-R-M-C-O and hashtag SquarePizzaPod. Stay in touch for the next episode.